Hi, I'm Alex Wawero, and this is Winning at Law, a podcast that celebrates excellence in the legal profession. Here, we spotlight Africa's greatest legal minds and highlight the nuances that make them who they are. Today's guest is a special guest. Brian Wamai Kemani is a 24-year-old lawyer fresh out of university. Brian is partially deaf, and we were curious to learn how he navigated his humble background to get to where he is today. He is passionate about the rights of persons living with disabilities, and we hope that by highlighting his story, we will be able to educate you on the plights of those among us who are differently abled. Uh, welcome, Brian, uh, to the podcast. We're Thank very, you. We're very happy to have you here today. Uh, and uh, on this very rainy afternoon, <laughs> uh, we're very glad you joined us. Uh, so I just want us to dive right in. Um, and the first question I'll ask you is, is who is Brian? Um, we just want to find out a bit about your background. We want to know who you are and to hear your story about uh, how you got to where you are now. Hey, my name is Bram Kimani, mm-hmm. disability and human rights advocate. Uh, so I come from a humble background. Yeah, so uh, I can say hearing was a privilege uh, because I didn't have an hearing aid back then because my parents, uh, they really struggled financially yeah. to acquire me one. So you had to adapt at a tender age on how to live with the rest of the society. And uh, they did what we're calling uh, social conditioning. Mm-hmm. So we, uh, I came off as a unique, and so I had to behave like the rest of the people. So uh, the question is, how did I cope throughout? So I will just celebrate, mm-hmm. and I can say it's just um, a learned skills. I will just monitor how the movement of uh, people's sleep mm-hmm. and uh, if in a situation where I could not grasp uh, what the other party is saying, I will carry a pencil and a paper oh. and I just gave to you to actually ease in things at the cause when people actually when they repeat uh, often they actually uh, they feel frustrated and tired so to avoid that I'll just arm myself with a paper and a pen yes 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 and I will say you know, in my shadowhold I will talk with my deckmate about mm-hmm. uh, how I can uh, copy notes from my deckmate because you had to inform them mm-hmm. uh, because so that they cannot take you like uh, you are a uh, slow or anything, but just uh, an issue of hearing. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, so where did you go to school? Actually, is, uh, I went to a, a private school. It's just a little known, which is called Victoria Educational Center. Mm-hmm. It is around Islam. Mm-hmm. Even though the teacher will just follow up with my deckmate if I've just written note. I don't know if they had faith in me or watch... Uh, but all along, I adapted to say to that lifestyle where you just copy notes and then I read on my own in the evening. All along this went all through to high school. Oh, walk me through your high school journey. 
which high school did you go to? Actually, I've been to three high school. Uh-huh. Uh, the first one is in Karangaga, which is called Barashabais High School. Okay. So from there, I just uh, managed to stay for a year. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the issue was about strike mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. over sport. Uh, the students wanted to be given the right to view sport mm-hmm. and the administration was not having it. So mm-hmm. they would uh, strike. And uh, at the time, my father saw he had a paid fees and I'm at home for close to a month whilst my counterparts are in school reading. Uh, those uh, who happen to live around where we were living. And so he decided uh, such a uh, inform to he'll transform me mm-hmm. uh, to a school which is in around Tweka. It is called Mbogiti Secondary School. Okay. In Form 2. Uh, that was in 2014. Oh, all right. And then you went to uh, Mbogiti was the second, the second school you went to? The second? That was the second school yes, that you went yes. into. Actually, so yes, yeah, that is a second school, mm-hmm. the Mbogiti Secondary School. Uh-huh. And then later on, I went to Kahatia Secondary School. It is uh, deep in central Kenya. Uh-huh. But by then, I was a day scholar. Okay. I've been out by my aunt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she knew about my hearing issue, so we would find a way of communicating. And but I can say I experienced what is called culture shock. Uh-huh. Uh, because this uh, in the environment is totally different from what I am accustomed to. Mm-hmm. So the distance was not a joke from where my aunt lived to school. And remember there were tar- terrain. Oh yeah, <laughs> the, the hilly central terrain. Yes, yeah. yes, yes, mm-hmm. yes. So the first week I would uh, uh, go to school by around uh, 5.30 a.m. Contemplating oh. if this is necessary. <laughs> yes, you know you are alone uh, and you are uh, transversing across uh, and it, and some it's bushes. Dark. <laughs> yes, and I will ask myself like, is call that necessary? So whilst I I was introduced to the rest of the children, uh, you know they barely knew about my hearing issue because I didn't have an hearing aid at the still. time. Yeah, and so I will just uh, be extra keen, and I hope that they won't repeat that much <laughs> mm. <laughs> because I was actually not that much comfortable with retelling my story back then that I have an hearing issue, and so, so people they will just pity you, and it will make you feel um, I mean low. I know, yes, I can only yes, imagine. Yes, yes. But with the time I was interactive with children and I was accustomed to the culture of just walking long distance, coming back and uh, even starting the firewood. But at first uh, I was quite struggling. To mm. a point, I'll just talk to my mom every semester, tell her that she... I'm actually struggling here, and she will just give me a word of encouragement. She'll tell me, Brian, you go to the, it's just sunny. So when you just close your eyes and you open up, everything uh, will just have winded up by then. Uh, True to Howard, I immersed myself uh, in a debate group. Mm-hmm. Even though I couldn't hear, I had my points arranged. 
So if somebody will just challenge me, the person on my team will just write for me this person, uh, uh, what the opponent was saying, and then I gave a battle, something like that. Uh, all along, I can say to, it became a smooth transition until I ran my KCC. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you know, before we move on, I, I, when we were talking earlier, uh, you were telling me about the first exam you did yes, at, I, um, was it uh, the second high school? The yes, one in Pika. second high school. Uh, tell so us a bit happened, more about you know, that. At, uh, my first high school, there was this culture of reading. Yes. Yes, so you just perhaps better be playing mm. and you are number 60, 70. Mm. So I was not that much concerned because a first student will have maybe an A. Mm-hmm. And like there are perhaps like 11 students for A minus A. So that was the structure. So when I, I, I was uh, admitted to the second high school, yes, uh, I was uh, worried. You know, you just said that you are questioning yourself. How is the performance of this uh, class I'm in from two? I will just see people reading and you are new there. So you just confine yourself. You just hope that your deckmate would uh, share his notes with you. Yes. So we did an uh, open exam. And to my utter surprise, I can say I was a lady uh, with a B plus. And actually, <laughs> I was surprised like how exactly because I started from looking from below all along. Hey? <laughs> so you see you are uh, surprised hey? perhaps they might have missed my name or something might have happened and so I just went to my surprise uh, I was stopped and uh, the classmates knew I had a hearing issue so they are trying to crack this nut like uh, How did it you happen? are let's say partially deaf yet yeah. and uh, you are uh, topping the class I mean, what is not clicking here? <laughs> so uh, it was that way. Mm-hmm. But I continue reading, reading, reading. And uh, so they happened to strike again. Oh, and that's yes, now what since. informed the next transfer to the next school, isn't it? Yes, so that's when okay. I transferred to, mm-hmm. uh, to this little known school called Kahatia Secondary School. Okay. Uh, so like I said, uh, I was battling with culture shock. And my issue was not that much academic because if you're doing well academically and there's an elephant in the room here, that's the culture shock. It is going to impact you negatively. Yes. Yes. So I would just engage uh, boys and uh, these are village boys. Mm-hmm. Uh, they ask you where you are from. You just say I'm from this and this, and you try to wind up so that they they cannot uh, repeat oftenly because. Personally, I felt discouraged when somebody would repeat and I'm not getting it. Yes. Yeah, so I had developed a habit of just, uh, if somebody asks me a question and I happen not to hear, I just tell you right, I answer you, and I go on with my business. Okay. Yeah, but I can say my aunt back then yeah, was among uh, my pale of hope. Mm-hmm. Uh, because uh, I can't really point out, but she would talk and somehow I get it. Okay. Uh, but uh, it was like my mom. My mom would just talk. 
ഷോൾ ടോക്ക് വിത്ത് വിച്ച് വി ടോക്ക് ആൻഡ് ജസ്റ്റ് പ്രൊഡിങ് കൺസെപ്റ്റ് ജസ്റ്റ് അക്കാസ് ഓം ടു ദാറ്റ് വി എൻഗേജ് ഇൻ സോറി ബട്ട് വൺ ഇറ്റ് കേം ടു മൈ ഫാദർ ദസ് വെ സ്ട്രഗോൾഡ് സോ ഷോൾഡ് കോൾ മൈ സിസ്സ ആൻഡ് ഹേ ഷറോൺ കാൻ യു കം ആൻഡ് എക്സ്പ്ലെയിൻ ടു അ ബ്രാദർ ഐ വോൺ ദിസ് ഫ്രോം ഹിം ഓർ മേ ബി ഹി വോൺ ടു സെൻഡ് മീ സംവെയർ യെസ് ബട്ട് വെൻ ആക്ച്വലി ഹി ഇസ് അ ലോങ് ഡിസ്റ്റൻസ് ഡ്രൈവർ സോ ഇൻ ദ ഇവെൻറ്റ് ഹി മൈക്ക് ബി നീഡിങ് മീ ഹി യൂസ് ഓൾ ടെക് മീ and uh, he will encourage me because i having a renegade to perhaps uh, try and uh, grasp okay. what the other person is saying but uh, it hasn't been a fruitful okay all right so now we are making our way into your university life uh what what university did you study in actually i went to mount kenya school of law which is situated at parkland campus city how is that like for you you know uh transitioning into this big thing that is university a whole different culture you know actually like i said i struggled with self esteem i knew i could read but the issue is interacting with the new students interacting with the new lecturers and will ask myself some question like uh, the uh, this lecturer did they experience somebody who is there for partially deaf uh, in the course of lecturing so there were just some questions and i decided to talk to my mom mm-hmm. and there was how uh, i can say extended family wrangles where they converge and uh, some of posting me going to law school because in, it involved a lot of uh, listening and uh, there was no that much money mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Uh, so i decided to talk to my mom and father and we agreed that they will take me to this law school okay. if i managed to survive back then i will do so so from there on uh, during uh, criminal law classes a professor by the name madam elka noticed that something was amiss i never actually told the lecturers i had hearing issue mm-hmm. i heard uh, that mentality that once uh, i get a job i'll just buy myself a hearing aid yes so she called me to her office and you know at the time uh, there was this uh, social conditioning so uh, i was um, I was not ready to open, open up, up yes. uh, to her about my situation but the manner she talked to me and uh, for the first time I felt uh, there's somebody who is understanding me so she mobilized uh, with the school management and that's when uh, they bought me a hearing aid Oh it's yes, really yes, nice. Yes. It was I really nice of him. I'm uh, forever grateful. She will tell me Brian I know you are bright uh, and uh, I want you to be at the same uh, uh, point with uh, your classmates and uh, I'll do everything in my power to ensure you have one. Okay. So I was emotional by then and uh, I will just uh, be a good student you just read because this school will sacrifice to buy to me buy and, the hearing uh, aid. A, a single hearing aid uh, will go for around 56000 and this is Whoa. when I had negotiated with the audiology 
So they were selling around 95. So it was a process of trying to convey the ideology that we are trying to help uh, the student here. At least it's not for anything, just for humanity. All wow. along. Yes, yes, yes. Wow. Um, I'm, I'm very curious to ask, um, what is it about law that made you want to be a lawyer? What drew you to want to study law? I knew this whilst I was in class seven. And I was somebody who would just sit myself in a kinyozi. They have this gazette. Mm -hmm. I'll just read. And so it dawned on me because there were these uh, disability concerns who weren't properly addressed. So it don't it don't on me that uh, the problem we have as Kenya it lies on execution of laws. Mm -hmm. uh, we have an impressive legal framework which provides for the rights of persons uh, with a disability. By then, I would read, and like I mm -hmm. said, it was in class seven. That is when uh, we had a new constitution. Oh yes, yeah. yeah. So my social studies teacher gave me a copy. And I will deeply engross myself in it. And I saw actually what we are having right now, it is implementation. Yes. Like somebody like me, nobody came uh, across my path to at least lift me up. Mm -hmm. And I said, yeah, when uh, in future I join law school and uh, I will be warned to ensure there's this implementation. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Like Constitution Article 54, it provides for the right of persons with disability. Mm -hmm. We also adopt the United Nations Charter on Human Rights. So it also touches on that. Mm -hmm. So it is an issue of implementation. Like uh, when I had my hearing aid, uh, I would go to Starkey Foundation. Okay. So this Starkey Foundation, it headquarters in the USA. Yes. And uh, so they had a branch across Sub-Saharan Africa. So from there on, it, it reached a point, the management who were uh, given the responsibility of distributing this Yarunged uh, battery mm -hmm. decided to squander fund. Oh my goodness. Yes. So from there on, they decided to leave. So I was the deeply distraught, like, so what is the, what is the next step? Like somebody who is from the rural area and has an young aid and they used to come here. So what is the next step for them? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So this made me sad. And I said, I'll just, uh, with the time, do something about that. I'm, I'm glad that you mentioned the, the human rights space. Uh, we first heard your story when, uh, you know, you were spotlighted by Zakim. Yes, uh, yes, yes. Yeah. And, and at the time, you were offering legal aid. Strong. So tell us about some of the work that you have done in, in that space. Okay, so what happened is that uh, I was uh, job hunting. Mm -hmm. I went to close to 21 law firms. Mm -hmm. uh, situated in Nairobi. So they will tell me whenever I remember that I have a hearing issue. Uh, some will just tell me if they <coughs> if there's a vacancy, they let me know. Mm -hmm. Others will just tell me, just uh, give me your CV and I never hear from them. Mm -hmm. And I will specify that uh, I would appreciate if feedbacks via email or uh, SMS. Mm -hmm. So from there on, I decided now to go to the drawing board and uh, shut a path, 
like what is next for me what can i do because i'm not given this platform and it is up to me to create this platform so i sign on linkedin and i connected with the various lawyer yes so where i exchange my my contact with a few mm-hmm. so this is when uh, they called they invited me to amnesty international it was at aga khan walk yes so i said uh, in a smart that i would offer free legal aid to the general public and my concern was people with disability mm-hmm. so i would if i would support people like if somebody could say somebody is on a wheelchair i just call you and mm-hmm. the first thing is just to make this person comfortable yes yeah because i would just say like why is this person bothering me and i let them know i have an earring aid and i will produce my disability card mm-hmm. and uh, i will tell them that uh, you don't actually have to worry I'm just I just want to enlighten you about uh, the legal process yes. because it is somehow complex to people living with disability. Why is it so? Because uh, a lot of persons living with disability are not that much skilled. Mm-hmm. So they happen to be sidelined. Yes. I will just uh, simplify the court process if uh, there are no criminal uh, Uh, let's say clitigations where I will explain and in civil I'll just simplify mm-hmm. and I will let them know that uh, their rights are enshrined in the constitution. If you feel like you cannot accept the court, you pick up, they will find a way. Yes, yes. Yes, yes. And, mm. and I would even advocate about the RAM, provision of RAM. Mm. Where, uh, the, to make the, the courtrooms accessible. Yes, yes, okay. yes. Okay. Um other than uh that opportunity at Amnesty offering legal aid um, um are there any other communities that you're working with to try and assist? Actually I can say I was just independent I was just fresh out to lawyers mm-hmm. and one decided uh, to invite me to a legal aid situated at Istilee High School. Yes. It was a collaboration between Law Society of Kenya and Kaze Court. Oh yes, I remember that one. By yes, a law yes. society of Kenya Nairobi branch at the time, wasn't it? Yes, okay. Yes, yes. okay. Mm-hmm. So, I'm not that much experience in Sharia law, mm. but uh, my main goal was to connect with the lawyer. At least when they say you are offering this service, perhaps one could believe in you. Yes. Yes, so be, before then, whilst I was uh, at Amnesty International, this when I met Victoria Rubaduri. Okay. Yes, so I introduced myself to her mm-hmm. and uh, I explained my situation mm-hmm. and uh, I, she told me, hey, Brian, I think we can air your story mm-hmm. uh, because the way you are explaining to me, an employer somewhere deserves you. Yes. And so we exchange contact and we plan for an interview. Oh. Well, so I was submitting my CV around Alliance Francaise. Oh, yes. Yes, yes. yes the yes. mini law firms. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. So around uh, a law firm situation over there. And that's when uh, through Victoria Robadiri, the CEO of Direct Lang, mm-hmm. saw my potential. Mm-hmm. So he called me to his office. Let's say like two days later, mm-hmm. and we had a chat. 
mm-hmm. and he was telling me Brian do you know about uh, you uh, you will be our youngest employee here in the legal department mm-hmm. and i believe in you and i will ensure that you have gone to Kenya school of law and you represent this company to greater height i like how you are uh, playing story your legal concept and everything i just had uh, to actually we just humble because for somebody out here recognize yes 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 i never actually lost hope even though the job situation in kenya is it's uh, yeah it's a bit yes. tough it's tough especially for 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 young lawyers mm. um you know coming into the practice you're fresh off of law school you haven't really gone to kenya school of law yes, not yes. many people are willing to give you a chance um now that this is a very young job you've just started was it a week ago yes yeah, uh, so how are you finding it how are you finding uh, you know the space the ceo mm-hmm. uh, gave a uh, instruction to the head of the legal department mm-hmm. that she should keep an eye on me mm-hmm. that uh, actually i learned uh, this insurance company swally employing a uh, legal officers and advocate yes. who have experience uh, in uh, insurance matter yes uh, but he was willing to go above and beyond for me mm-hmm. so he assigned me a trainer who who actually will take me through this process yes it's about uh, drafting uh, records of appeal yes uh, so, uh, things like such mm-hmm. and they were made aware to recognize that I have a hearing issue yes that in the event that uh, I may not be in a position to hear they should write for me yes uh, but before then I was even wondering like uh, uh, how will my employer take me this way mm. uh, because it is something that has been in my mind uh, perhaps if your employer is not understanding so you stand a lot uh, to lose Yes, yes like true. I said even in article 54 it provides for the person living with disability should be given 5% of this elective and appointive role so it has not been implemented no it has a point like mm. personally I am educated but I struggled when it came to job hunting but luckily I'm glad I happened to be under an employer who actually is concerned about my hearing issue which actually will call me and ask me hey Brian how is it are these people training you very well yeah yeah so you can see that a uh, employer has your interest at heart and for that I'm forever grateful and even when it came to remuneration he told me I'll pay you handsomely so that you can uh, even f- facilitate for yourself when it comes to joining Kenya School of Law mm-hmm. and uh, he happened to give me a good medical cover mm-hmm. yes uh, so you are a young lawyer you haven't gone to Kenya School of Law Um I'd like us to talk about where you want to go next. You have this new job. I'm sure you're hoping to go to Kenya School of Law eventually. But where what sort of law do you want to practice? I can say uh, on my on my personal understanding is the human rights law. Yes. Yes, even though I'm in corporate law, 
mm-hmm. uh, would uh, interchange between the two, particularly to fight for the rights of person living with disability, for these vulnerable groups. Mm. So I would not want to see a deaf, a partially deaf student struggling the way I was struggling. Yeah. So how do I go about this? I would want to ensure these policies are implemented mm-hmm. to the end. Okay, that's really good. We wish you all the best as you go through that. Um, we've talked a lot about, you know, uh, the, some of the issues that uh, people living with disabilities are facing. Yes. I'd like to hear your perspective about what you think should change. What are some of the things you feel, you know, government should do? And even more so, even in the legal space, uh, yes, yes. we we hear of lawyers with disabilities, but you never really hear their stories. So what is it that you'd like changed as Brian? What is the ideal world for, you know, for, for people living with disabilities? Uh, people living with disabilities face a plethora of challenges involving uh, for the deaf, yeah. lack of sign language interpreters, so maybe you are watching, uh, I mean, you are uh, on your way, maybe you are taking a matatu. Mm. And most of these tools just say, bow, bow, 2020. So it is up to you to at least look keenly and try to grasp what this person is saying. Mm. And also can blame it on our education system. Yes. Personally, I feel there should be an introduction of sign language right in primary oh. school right. because yeah. these deaf people are uh, taught how to sign, mm. but with who? It is among themselves, and uh, the majority of the population, they hear and talk. So this is an issue, actually. Also about uh, the blind people, I can say, Technology, it uh, it is not what I expect it to be, uh, because mm. uh, for the blind, how are going to interact? With so and, like, I see it only iPhone that have that uh, the talkback feature. Yes, yes, mm. it has that feature, mm. and it is costly. So you stand a chance to lose. So also for these physically able who are on wheelchair. I can say there should be a provision where these structures erected, they should have a space for the ramps. Yes, uh, yes. Because uh, it is actually tiresome. Uh, you, uh, these people struggle. So I can say, I was asserting, it has a long way to go when it comes to deconstructing what I'm calling this ableistic condition. Mm. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, because so. naturally the world is skewed towards people true, who can true, do true. everything and, and, and we lose focus and, and we leave the people behind. Uh, we leave people with disability behind. Yes, okay, it's very also... Nice. I can say I am here to learn sign language. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yes, I'm here to learn, but I can sign letters. Yeah. And uh, I was taught by a neighbor of mine who is deaf. Mm. So I just carry a pen. She tells me this letter A. And then you sign, sign it. Yes, so because I did not have the privilege to go to, to, go to a special school. Yes, yes. Yes, yes. But in the future, I would want. Uh, to learn about this sun language, at least to interact with people who we have a common uh, 
understanding it. Okay, that's really nice. That's really nice. I want to talk about what you do as Brian, um, you know, to recharge. You know, after all this that you've done, all the good that you've done in the world, what do you do when you go back home to relax? Actually. What are your, actually, to put it differently, <sighs> what are your hobbies? What okay. do you like to do? <laughs> yes, 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 after a busy day. Mm. I just want uh, my alone time mm-hmm. where I can energize myself. How exactly there are some uh, earphones that they have extra bass. Ah. So I'll just put on mm-hmm. my left ear. My mm-hmm. left ear is partially deaf, mm-hmm. whilst my right ear is completely deaf. Mm. I can just hear sound, but I cannot grasp what the sound what is the sound? trying to communicate. Mm. So from there, I just listen to some song mm-hmm. and uh, I read a little bit. I feel like uh, I am energizing. Ah. And at that time, I barely appreciate when I am bothered because by the end of the day you had a busy day. You, you know, had you your just want to on. Mm. So it turned you down. So I will just remove, I go on about my activities. Your activities. Yes. You've mentioned that you like reading. So which is your favorite book? And uh, do you have a quote from that book that you'd like to tell us? Oh, book, I can mm. say it is Atomic Habit by James Clare. So I started reading this book before joining university and it would uh, emphasize on the framework of uh, small effort, just putting on small effort because like I said before, I would feel like my self-esteem is low. But when I realized that it's about effort, it's not all about hearing. So from then I'll just read and reread and reread and reread because I feel like this person is explaining uh, my actions, how I usually go about my day, small, mm. small effort, taking this initiative here and there. Yes, 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 yes. Okay, that's really nice. Is there any quote you'd like to, to tell us from the book? Something you live by? Is there any? A quote that Actually, you uh, live I, by. I forgot to tell you that I did an uh, alternative dispute resolution course. Oh, um, yes. mediation is it? Did you do mediation or yes. actually it is an online course mm-hmm. I did in the period I was connecting with the LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. At least I just wanted to up my academic Yes, so Credentials, like I'm planning yes. to be a certified arbitrator ah. later on. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Because I can juggle between law and arbitration. Yes, yes, yes. And, and actually, you know, we often consider law to be about courtrooms and, and all that stuff, but it's really much wider than that. We uh, alternative dispute resolution is a whole yes, different yes. different ball game, and and if it is that difficult for you know the kawaida monanchi, I can only imagine how much more difficult it would be for people living with disability. Yes. It's really it's really nice to hear your story, Brian. You are inspirational. If, yes, yes, yes. Uh, there's no other way to put it. <laughs> I just want to inspire those people, kids who are deaf, mm. so that these kids could know there is a bigger life out here for people like us. Huh. Yes, yes, yes. And uh, I'm planning to visit these uh, deaf schools. Mm-hmm. Yes, I'll just talk and there's a sign language interpreter. I try to encourage small kids. 
particular small skills because the small skills when you give them the right foundation yes yeah they grow to be people who can be useful to the society mm-hmm. in their own unique ways yeah that is yes, very yes, true yes. that's very true i i can't wait to see how far you go <laughs> you know I, the, the yours is a story i will be following yeah come for say, very long I'm optimistic <laughs> also because looking back i usually wonder how did i manage to be to come to this point yeah yes 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 and for that i am ever grateful for myself for believing in myself despite these uh, challenges of not hearing Yeah. Yes, you just go to to encourage yourself. Yourself, yes. At yes, the end of it all, you're going to do mm, so. True. 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 Yes, even about the church, I would uh, go to church, mm-hmm. but I decided to halt because when I go there, I will struggle. Yeah. As as snowy, I would uh, go smoothly with the preaching because they are speaking. Mm. So I will uh, just throw the Bible on my own. I, I talk with my mom, and um, I can say my mom is very understanding when it comes to that aspect, uh, because she knows uh, that this elephant in the room in this uh, sector, the churches, you see this uh, public awareness forum. So in in the event I just want to hear what this person is talking mm. I just have to interrupt with the person next to me like what is this person saying yes and they will look at you and uh, at the realization that you have on your need now they explain to you <laughs> Yes, oh yes, my yes. goodness that's a it's a it's it's, it's yes, a even whole world here, out there. people will ask me hey brown how did you manage to do low and uh, you can't hear and i will just tell them although in a good tone that uh, if all uh, people who hear they will have been to law school mm-hmm. yes but it's all about your mind yeah how it's all about your mindset where you put it yes yes yes, yes. Okay. because they will be wondering how did you manage Mm. Yes, yes, yes. And how yes. did you, you know, lift yourself to such a high pedestal yes. when you only had yourself? Yes. You know, I, yes, you, yes. even though there were times I would feel low, yeah. I would quit low school, but I would remind myself that I have my mom to make proud. Yes. She has gone above and beyond for me. Yeah. You have the standard family were not uh, accepting uh, my admission to law school. She was the one who believed in me. Excellent. I can't think of a better way to end this podcast because that right there is a story that everybody needs to hear. And I am so grateful that you made the time to come and talk to us. We are we're going to be following your story. Oh yes. And we are going to help you along the journey. And we are proud to know lawyers like you, yes, lawyers yes. who are making a difference in the world. And you, Brian, are one such lawyer. Yes, I appreciate for the platform. Yeah. And uh, at the point where I am, I am going to make sure that the social justice system that revolves around people living with disability are implemented to the letter. Yes, Excellent. Thank you so much for making the time. And we can't wait to see what more you'll do. Yes, I appreciate uh, for your benevolent gesture. Thank you. Excellence involves sharing of ideas. 
If you enjoyed this episode, share Winning at Law with your friends and colleagues. You can find us on every major podcast platform. That's all for now.